Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Justin. What's up, man? Merry Christmas. I know. Merry Christmas. Christmas. I think we're going to release this pretty darn close to Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Marble Madness. And what better way to do a Christmas episode about Marble Madness coming back from a break than with our good friend, Slapper Bags. Yay. (laughs) I don't know who that is. (laughs) Uh, many years ago. <laughs> yeah, so I thought it'd be funny. I, Facebook reminded me last night that uh, we used to call our buddy John here Slapper Bags, and he hated I don't know it. how that even got started. I don't know either. That's crazy. <laughs> but anyway, Still don't know who you're talking about. Nice little throwback. Uh, well, I mean, he's right here. <laughs> this guy right here. Yeah, well, actually, he's not in the picture. Uh, I really? can't see him. There he is. Okay. Maybe he's in your screen. It might just be mine. Okay. Well, you are, uh, I guess we should also mention Justin has had a plethora of uh, computer issues. So Mm -hmm. in order to get the episode out, he's actually doing this from his phone. Yeah. So if it sounds like um, our audio is pulling a Carl, (laughs) then it's because Justin is recording from his phone. It probably sounds like doo-doo, but he's got a nice phone. Should be. Should be. By uh, next episode, we should be up and running with the computer again, so... This is, so, should be a one-time thing. Yeah, you get a, you get an A for perseverance and an F for computer repair skills. So. Yeah, and let me tell you this: everybody's like, "Oh, apples never fail. Apples never fail." Okay, I borrowed a friend's apple to take my exam on last Monday, right? And guess what happened when I tried to start the exam? It failed. The Apple computer failed. So. <laughs> 
there you go. <laughs> That'll teach you. <laughs> yep. So. I thought you should stick with uh, 8-bit operating systems. That's right. That's right. That's right. Nothing but Nintendo all the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So before we kick into Marble Madness, um, a lot of stuff has happened uh, since we last recorded a show. Because it's been, what, a month now? At least a yeah, month? It's, it was before Thanksgiving, I believe. Yeah, I think it was. Because we Actually, were planning on recording a Thanksgiving episode, and then that didn't really happen. Actually, I think it's been a little over a month, actually. Oh. Anyway. Wow. Okay. Anyways, yeah. sorry to everyone for that. <laughs> yeah. But we're back. And uh, so in the meantime, uh, I've finished up my semester and passed mm-hmm. the big test that we had talked about me being so worried. Which Michael is now an engineering intern. Applause <laughs> for Mike. Good for him. Yay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So if I had my computer, I'd play the little applause, but. Oh, yeah. yeah. I could. I, oh, can I toot my own horn here? Toot your own horn, please. Oh, yeah, please do. I'll toot my own. That's not the right button. <laughs> Which one is? I don't even remember how to toot it's, my own horn. Oh, that's pretty it's, sad. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, I don't <laughs> remember how to toot your own horn. <laughs> um, hang on. Hang on. There yeah, there we go. Okay, you get one, not both. Well, I did an applause, and then I did a toot. Did you no. do a toot? <laughs> yeah. Also known as pulling a Carl Mini. On my computer, I had a little, uh, one of those little party blower. What do they call those things? Mm-hmm. Uh, they call them something. Party blower? Well, anyway. Party horn. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I had that noise. I would have played that noise. You. you know what? I, we need to get one of those. Uh, this may be what you're talking about. Uh, burr, 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 that noise. What is that called? No, it's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just oh, the legs that oh, roll oh, out, you know? Oh, oh, really. yeah. yeah. I got you. Like a kazoo on steroids. Yes. Yeah, exactly. A I do have a kazoo. kazoo. Yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> I feel much relieved. I feel like I can get back into the podcasting thing pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. as hardcore as we were before, you know? So... I'm not as stressed out about that. But also in the meantime, something really cool is a listener of the show contacted us and said, Hey, mm-hmm. I'm a pretty awesome artist. Not to toot, not to again with the toot and the horn, but not to toot my own horn, but I'm a pretty awesome artist. So right. uh, can I help you guys out in any way? And I said, I don't know. Let me think about it. And then I said, how about you try to redesign our logo and see what it looks like? So he did. And it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. So we're getting a new logo. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I could give a little tease here of it. But the new logo is, if you're watching live, you're going to get a tease. If you're not watching live, then um, you're going to have to wait until, mm, I guess probably when this episode releases, you can you yeah. can see it. So here's the little tease for the live audience. There it is. Whoa. Yeah. So let's toot his horn because that looks yeah. pretty good. It, yeah. That's a pretty yeah. awesome. Not only. A pretty awesome little thing there. Let's see. What's this? One? No. <laughs> no. Wrong one. Wrong, Wrong one. Wrong horn. <laughs> toot the other one. There we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Gong. <laughs> Although on the. On the uh, on the 70s show, The Gong Show, 
the gong was a bad thing. Oh, that's uh, right. Okay, well, then it was right. like American Idol, but they gonged you if you were bad. <laughs> oh, oh, well, let's give them one more good one then. There we go. <laughs> Cash money? Are we, we're not paying him for that, though. <laughs> no, no, he said it was a gift. He said it was a gift. Okay. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> we uh, just made a money sound, but we're actually not going to give you any money for that. <laughs> he didn't we, want any money. We will toot your horn. Yes. I'll well, toot your horn. Thank you for that. And we'll also, we'll also make him an honorary dude. So. Without further ado, the new honorary dude is Jason Knopp. And I probably mispronounced your name, Jason, but Dude Knopp. I think that's right. Dude Knopp. Congratulations on your dudeship, and thank you for the amazing uh, new logo. All right. Yes. I think that's that's pretty good on announcements. What do you think? Uh, Yeah. Um, Were you able to pull up some history and tidbits and such on a phone rather than the computer? There is a lot of history on this game. But before that, do we want to talk about Christmas now or later? They make Christmas versions of now or laters? I never liked them. Ooh, that would be good. They taste like... uh, Like Peppermint or something? Yeah, candy canes. That's the thing. Like, I love Christmas, but candy canes I'm not a big fan of. I'm not a big peppermint fan. I, I love peppermint. Candy canes are not the most efficient form of eating peppermint. Have you tried the little Andes yeah. Christmas mints? Yes. They're like white good. chocolate pe- peppermint. It's like peppermint mints. bark or something. Oh, that yeah. sounds amazing. There's yeah. Uh, did you go to the Loudon Christmas Parade? No. No. Oh, my gosh. We went. And I've, I've never seen so much candy in my life. Did they pelt you with candy canes? There was a lot of candy. There was a lot of candy. Um, so my daughter, and I make sure she's downstairs, so she can't hear me. Is getting a Wii U for Christmas. Yeah, nice. So, which means I'm getting a Wii U for <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, isn't that awesome how that works? Yes. yes. Yeah, I'm so happy that you guys are because. Well, I I love the Wii U. It's it's such a good little system. I wonder well, if our parents got as excited about it getting us a Nintendo no. as I get excited. No. Uh, yeah, mine did not. No, well, not a chance. Not to brag, but uh, my daughter's getting a little mini shopping cart for Christmas, which means that uh, I'm getting a little mini shopping cart. For yes, Christmas. yes, yes. <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. So. All right. So we're you're going to set her up a little grocery store and stuff so she can go shopping? Yep. The shape actor little play kitchen. All right. What did yes. you say? Well, she has a little play kitchen. Oh, play kitchen. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the play kitchen. It's nice. I feel like we're focusing on the wrong games here, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you're kind of shoehorning your little girl into a stereotype. Yes. Going shopping. <laughs> baking in the kitchen. I have no problems with that. Okay. That's fine. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> Lenore, if you're listening to this, <laughs> <laughs> Lenore. Well, the chances the chances that any of our wives are going to listen to this is slim to none. Yeah, let's just yeah. be honest here. I played I played about ten minutes of the podcast for Amber one time, and uh, she said, "What is this? <laughs> yeah. Do you not know? Can you not tell?" She's like, "Yeah, can we go back to listening to music?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lenore said, "This That's is what exactly. you did for an hour and a half." Yeah. Yes. This is what you did. 
This is just you talking. With with this this faint look of disgust on their face. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. You want to talk about Marble Madness now? Yes. It's on the back background of your I, I'm distracted by the Marble Madness. The madness of Marble Madness back there. If you look back there, we, we were playing it this morning. Mm-hmm. So it's still on the TV. We left it on the TV so we could get burn in, you know. We got about I, uh, we got about 15 games in in about two minutes. So, yeah, it's like uh, it's it's ridiculously. Well, we'll talk about it in the gameplay, but yeah. I also played it this morning. I got a question for you, Michael. Well, we'll talk about it on the quest. You ready okay. for some history? Yeah. Okay. So, Marble Madness is originally an Atari game, an arcade video game, actually created by Atari where a player uses a trackball, which would be interesting to play this game using a trackball, I think. Oh, man, that would be so I would, love, you play, I would love to play with a trackball. I've never played the arcade version. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun. Um, it was created by a guy named Mark Kearney with the help of a guy named Bob Flanagan. Uh, oh, Bob. Yeah, who was the software engineer, as Mark Kearney was the... Uh, lead designer now the interesting thing that i thought about this game is these two guys were actually working on a different game together they were working on a video game based on michael jackson's thriller (laughs) which i really wish would have happened but unfortunately it's there's a michael jackson game based on it's called moonwalker it's based on like the uh smooth criminal smooth criminal based yeah but uh, this one would have been Thriller, and they worked on it for 10 months, and then the dang video game crash of 1983 <laughs> happened. Dang so old. if the video game crash had never happened, we would have had a video game of Michael Jackson's Thriller. So instead of talking about Marble Madness, we would be talking about Thriller. Yeah, thanks a lot, uh, video game crash. I'm okay with that. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm in the minority. I'm okay with that. You would you would not want to play a Michael Jackson's Thriller video game? No. Do you mm-hmm. you, you like Moonwalker though? Don't you? No, it's terrible. Well, in a Thriller video game, wouldn't you turn into a werewolf or a giant oh. cat? I always thought he looked more like a giant cat. But for gameplay purposes, we'll say werewolf. Well, you would be in a movie theater with a girl, and you'd be uh-huh. trying to scare her, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you turn into a werewolf. Uh huh. Yeah. That's it. That's the game. <laughs> yeah. I would take a team well, well, I, video game over a Michael Jackson Thriller video game. The question I would have about a Michael Jackson Thriller video basketball. game. If you're Michael Jackson in that game, wouldn't you be the bad guy? Because isn't in yeah. the video, isn't Michael Jackson like a ghoul? He's like the bad guy. I, well, he's I, a zombie, right? I think the Michael Jackson Thriller video game, um, you would play as the girl trying to escape Michael Jackson. Yeah. In which case, yeah. it might sort of sound like a di- seem like a different kind of game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's actually Maybe another Michael Jackson video game. Just, just yeah. Saying. yeah, except you wouldn't really. I don't think you'd be a girl. Uh, you know, uh. <laughs> and you may not be an adult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to we're going down the bad hole. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. That's what. <laughs> okay. Okay. So after that happened, Atari. 
wanted to focus more on providing a distinctive experience through the use of a unique control system and by emphasizing a simultaneous two-player mode. So then that's where they got into the idea of making Marble Madness. Kearney, uh, who was the, the, the lead designer, uh, wanted he, he was inspired by miniature golf, actually, and racing games. So he wanted to like combine miniature golf and racing games hmm. and also design... Uh, that was inspired by M.C. Escher, which M.C. Mm. Escher, I don't know if you guys... Totally makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard... We were actually commenting on that earlier. Yeah. So he was inspired by M.C. Escher's abstract landscapes and 3D design. Um, Then he liked the... He was also a big fan of the 3D graphics uh, used in Battlezone and iRobot. And so he that's what led to his inspiration for the designs of Marble Madness's courses. Um which there's uh you can find online like conceptual pictures and how they describe them. They're pretty interesting, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. If I had screen share, I'd pull them up, but I can't do that, unfortunately. But um yeah. Wow. So yeah. Um Obviously, it was a, kind of a pretty popular game, especially in the arcade, uh, and then it was ported several to several different systems, almost every system under the sun. Uh, and in 2008, the Guinness uh, World Records listed it as the number 79 arcade game in technical, creative, and cultural impact. Really? Huh. And uh, Marble Madness also was one of the first games to use true stereo sound. And, um, hmm. But not on the NES, unfortunately. But not on the NES, right. So then is it this, was ported. Justin, is this, uh, is this the concept yeah. art you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty Just cool. for the record, we'll talk about this in the gameplay, but that uh, bottom left picture there, all of a sudden things are making a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> So Electronic Arts and Tiger Electronics released handheld and tabletop LCD versions of the game. And Ooh. Rare was the one that developed it for the NES. Um, and it was released by uh, for uh, the Amiga, the Amiga. Well, how do you how what how do you I call that? it Amiga, but I don't know. I, it's whatever I also yeah. call it Amiga. <laughs> yeah. Imagine I have to get an official ruling from the community. Uh, so Justin, you said that Rare helped develop it. Does that mean uh, David Wise did the music? No, David Wise did not do the music. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Maybe for the Rare version, it doesn't say. But I, he didn't do the obviously he did do the music for the arcade version. That's right. all. Only the names that I have is for the arcade version. I didn't know if he just did the ported over versions on the NES or not. He made music really good. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about that later. Yeah, the, I thought the music was really good, but. Um, I don't have any information on whether he did or not. Uh, maybe he did. I don't know. Um, but uh, the Amiga, Game Boy, and Sega Mega Drive versions were called one of some of the better versions. And the ones for PC and Game Boy Advance were among the worst. I don't know how they rated that. But uh, anyway, so... Michael, did you have this game? Did you buy this game? Did you go on some quest? Or did you get it from some way that I think uh, you may have got it? I got it from Neighbor Kid. Oh, never mind. 
How, how, how did you think I got it? It was in the junk box. Oh. Because no, I almost got it. That's not where I got it from, but cool. That's cool. It's good mention. Because I almost Actually, picked it. Mine's a boring story. I got it from that bunch of stuff from Neighbor Kid. And Neighbor Kid oh, and I yeah. used to play it all the time back in the day. Cool. So yeah, you cool. Can, it's on the screen behind us again. There it is. Yeah, Neighbor Kid's high score still on there. It's like $100 billion. Nice. Not really. Dang old Neighbor Kid. Not really. But no, I did. I, I forgot that it was in the junk box. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It'll, I, uh, it'll get, I guess it'll go into the next junk box because I've already got it. Yeah. Yeah, so because uh, um, I, I was putting, I put a couple games in and I was trying to decide which games. I figured game for game. Mm-hmm. And That's I almost fair. picked it. And then I picked Castlevania 2. Probably. I wish, I wish you would have got Marvel Madness now. Huh? I do too. I do too. <laughs> yeah. Kind of kicked myself a little bit when uh, you said this was the next game we we're going to play. Yeah. Like, okay. All right. It's but, not a terribly expensive game to pick up, though. No. So. Yeah, and Which I did actually find again, it. Later in the show, we'll talk about that. But I yeah, no, my, my quest was pretty boring. Yeah, it was just a neighbor kid. Yeah. Just stole it from my neighbor kid, huh? Yeah. Well, he gave it to me. It was a gift. Christmas a is, gift. The, is the time of giving. Tis the season. All right. Do we want to yeah. just talk about the game? Can we get into the game? Sure. All right, I'll start with some memories that I had playing it in my younger days. Like I said, neighbor kid had it, so he would bring it over to my house all the time. Um, usually my house was the go-to house for, for the gaming because I lived in the basement. And mm-hmm. it was easy to not be bothered because I lived downstairs. So neighbor mm-hmm. kid would come over. Unless you're being bothered by kittens. Right, yeah, that's a... That's a <laughs> <laughs> Have we ever told that story on the podcast? I don't think so. Uh, we might as well. This, this is not going to be a long discussion about Marvel Madness, probably. So I, I had a cat named Zelda, which I think we have discussed. Mm-hmm. But she had, she was, uh, I'm trying to keep this family friendly. She's promiscuous. She's a bit promiscuous. Well, she's a female cat. I mean, it's kind of what happens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyways, so she has a litter of kittens. <laughs> she has a litter, litter of kittens. No big deal. We give we give most of them away. But my little brother wanted a cat, so we pulled from her litter. We pulled a kitten out, and uh, so he had him a cat, and I had my Zelda. Right? He named his cat Princess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a girl. I'm not sure why he wanted to call it Princess. Maybe it's because I named mine Zelda. I don't know. Yeah. But he had a cat named Princess. I had a cat named Zelda. Next thing we know, both cats have a litter of kittens at the same time. Whoa! And so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can remember laying like in my bed late at night or no, it was when I was getting ready to wake up in the morning. I was getting ready to wake up and I'd roll over and there was like 13 kittens in my bed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pandemonium put, in your house. Yeah. I, I didn't put them there, but Zelda w- would bring them up into the bed with me. So I wake mm. up with like 13 kittens plus a full grown cat in the bed next to me. Yeah, and the best part was them battling over whose kittens were whose. Uh, that's true too. That's true too because because they both lived in our house. Princess and Zelda both had a litter at the same time. They got confused at whose kittens were which, and eventually the sad thing is Princess gave up, and so Zelda was trying to nurse like fifteen cats by herself. But yeah, yeah that's my story about. Uh, that's my kitten kitten story. 
Yeah, lots, lots of cats. Yeah. That and now I don't fun. even own a cat. I, I got my I got my fill of cats. I'm I'm catless now. I have a dog now. And yeah, if you went over to Michael's house, it was like just kittens everywhere in the basement because, <laughs> you know, your parents are like just just put them down there with Mike. Yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't want them in the in the main part of the house. So, so yeah. is, is that what they did with things they didn't want in the main part of the house like in the basement? <laughs> That's probably why I was there <laughs> with Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever they got tired of Matthew, they just say, Matthew, go see Michael. Just, yeah. I, yeah. I hear the door slam behind him. Get out of the main part of the house. <laughs> go to the basement. Yeah. So anyways, we played many a game of Marvel Madness down in, in my basement. Um, I don't think I ever got the high score. I, I could never even knock the sweep guy off the top of the high score board, on the, the default high score board. Mm-hmm. So that's my, that's, those are my memories of playing this game when I was, when I was younger. John, did I did you not play, you play this game. Oh. You did? Oh, okay. So this is a new one for you. Did you did play it any time prior to the show? Not that I could recall. I think this what? was the first time I've ever played it. And um, um, it's uh, it's it's interesting that I hadn't played this. Hey, Leah. <laughs> can you go for right now? Stop firing, off the, stop firing off the grenade launcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, anyway, so with this game, uh, I thought that it was – I would have really liked this game in my younger days because I really liked pinball games. Like I was kind of addicted to pinball games. And this is kind of almost similar to a pinball game in a way. A little bit, but you're kind of directly controlling the ball. Yeah, but I, it, this would have been a lot of fun for me, I think. See, I, re- I remember playing this game growing up when we had an NES. I don't have very many specific memories of it. It's kind of one of those games that sort of gathered dust for a little bit, and you're like, oh, yeah, maybe Marvel Madness. Let me play that. And then you play it for like 10 minutes, and you're like, oh, I see why I don't play this game very often. <laughs> I think that's yeah. exactly what this game is, because that's kind of what it was for me after the whole neighbor kid and I would play it all the time thing. Like the rest mm-hmm. of my life, it was a game that it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I, I kind of feel like playing Marvel Madness. I play it for about 10 minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm tired of Marvel Madness. Yeah, I'm done yeah. with Marvel Madness. But I always come a, back to it. Yeah. It's a quick play game that just, yeah, you know, sit down and play it for a little bit and then you're done. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and we'll talk about this in a little bit, but it's it's just uh, there's not a lot more you can do than in, in 10 minutes of it. Yeah. You know what I've got? A manual. Sort of. I have oh. the Amiga manual. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one I can find. Apparently that's uh, the better version, so. It's the only one I can find. I, so here's I don't the... understand how they gauge what was the better version. I don't see how you could really make a bad version of this game. Of course, I've not played all the versions, but it's like, how do you say that one, I mean, you're, you're doing the same thing, right? Well, some, some systems had a a ball controller. Okay. Yeah, that might change it. But other um, than like that. Scroll, scroll wheel controller. I don't know if the Amiga yeah. did or not. If it did, then uh um tr- yeah, it did have a trackball. So there there is a trackball option. Wow, this is a giant okay. manual by the way. Two, there it is. Two uh <laughs> two quick notes really two pages. Yeah. <laughs> the uh the cover art for the Amiga actually I think it looks a little more rad than the NES one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
And I just noticed this on the Amiga version. Maybe I missed something on the NES version. The manual for Amiga says you can turbocharge your marble. Is that is there something I've never known about? Can you do that on NES? Ooh. Simply press the, very bo- the very bottom. Yeah. Press the button. Huh. I didn't, I've like never even help. tried hitting the A or B button. I know. I've that honestly would, never that even could tried. change the game entirely. I, know. I feel like I want to pause the podcast and just like walk back here to the TV and just try it real fast. Yeah. Can I turbocharge this? Yeah, I kind of feel like an idiot if, uh, yeah, if I never feel, knew. I'm going to feel really dumb. In fact, I feel like I should go try this. <laughs> John, you go try it. Okay. I'll keep going here. I'm going to be right back. Okay. All right. Oh, boy. This could Maybe. be revolutionary. Yeah. Can you see see John's trying it? Of course, he's... I could, yeah, I can see John. He's not even bothering putting his name in. No, just, oh, there's the Here music. we go. There's the awesome music. Whoa. Let's all listen in. It, I, I think it works. I think... Now, does it really work, or is your mind just playing tricks on you? Oh, gosh, I hope not. No, it works. Okay. Almost positive hit major charges marble. Who knew? But there you go. Now I know what I'm doing after the podcast. Yes. Playing Marble Madness for ten minutes. Yeah, and then going to work. Play, play yeah. Marble Madness for ten minutes gonna work. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But that and just revolutionizes back. the game. I know. It changes everything. All the Marble Madness fans listening to this podcast are going to be like, these idiots don't even know the turbo button. <laughs> Dummies. <laughs> I've only been playing this game for like 25 years. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and just, who thinks, okay, so you're moving a marble on your screen. Who thinks to hit a button? You know? It's I don't true. know. People who had the manual, I guess. I, I guess the total of the two-page manual. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, John. Yes. Can I get you to either turn that off or or something? Okay. I just don't want to burn in on my LCD. Why? Burn oh. in, maybe. Burn in. Oh, okay. Okay. On the front. Hold, on, uh, actually, I don't have enough. Get the remote. It's right there. I remember this my is... grandmother's TV in her bedroom had the Tetris screen just burn into her television. Yeah. Hey, how's that for behind-the-scenes podcasting? Yeah. Hey, John, could you please turn my TV off so it doesn't burn in? <laughs> okay. There you go. Well, now I just need to go back and reassess everything I knew about Marvel I, Madness. Here's the thing. I think having the turbo button is just going to make me fall off the side more. So Yeah. I don't even know if I'd try to use it. And let, more maybe reckless abandon is all that's going to be. Yeah. Well, I, think there, I think there's two ways to play the game. One, and I think I saw this when Mike and I were playing before the podcast. One is the reckless abandon fast as possible, fall off the edge a whole lot, which is what I did mm-hmm. and probably why I lost. And the other is mm-hmm. take your time, Cold go carefully, calculate. don't fall off the edge a whole lot, which is what Mike did and why he's on the high score list. And I made it past level two. <laughs> Cold and calculated is what I like to call it. Although it's I guess you can do a calculated turbo. So. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be willing to try it. I'd be willing to try it. But it's kind of, to me, it's kind of like, okay, I'm not a professional race car driver or anything, mm-hmm. you know. My you car aren't. goes. <laughs> goes I was under the understanding that you were a professional race car. Driver. <laughs> I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I hate to. Uh, I hate to break everybody's <laughs> image of me, but uh, I'm not a professional race car. Driver. 
I have a car. It goes maybe I don't know what the top speed is. Two hundred maybe. It's a pretty fast car, but it's not. It's not a race car. What car right. do you have now? Uh, Volkswagen Jetta GLI. He has it a goes Formula miles One. Per hour. It, I bet. No, maybe not two hundred. <laughs> I don't know. Between one sixty. I would say one sixty maybe. It's got a turbo, buddy. It's is got it a six, turbo. Is it it's four cylinder with a turbo. No, it's one sixty. Okay. All right. Sorry. I'm I didn't know that. Is it has, does it have to be divisible by four or something? Yes. Yeah. That's the way four <laughs> cylinders work. Okay. Well two hundred is also divisible by four, so that doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure? Look it up. Yes, see, how fast, see how fast it goes. Gosh, I'm learning things about Marvel Madness and Rick Cars and everything in this podcast. I'm looking at uh do you say TDI? No, that's the ter- that's a diesel. GLI. GLI, okay. Or GTI. It's the same it got the same engine, so it's probably got about the same top speed. <clears throat> GLI top speed's one sixty two. Oh, that's fine. It's whatever. That's it's still it makes my point even more poignant here, okay? <laughs> It's a very pointy point. Hey, I'm not done with my point, John. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> my car goes about 160. All right. I'm not a professional race car driver. I don't need a car that goes 250 miles an hour. If you gave it to me, I'd probably just crash. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying about Marble Madness and the turbo button. Uh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not skilled enough to use a turbo button on my marble. If I had it, uh-huh. I'd probably just wreck it. See, I think there's judicious application of the turbo button. Now, if you're like me, you're just going to be hitting it willy-nilly and running off the edge even more than you were last time. Okay. So what you're saying is if, like, I had nitrous on my car or something. Yeah. Then, probably like, only use that when I'm trying to get away from the cops on the interstate or something. Does that happen often? Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> no it never happens. It's never even come close to happening, but... Uh, but it's there if you need it. It's, yeah, it's there if you need it. So that's the way it would be. Yeah. John would be constantly hitting the turbo on his car or the, the nitrous on his car would be crashing into trees, off cliffs, while I right. would just wait until the right moment. I don't know about constantly. I'd probably only do it once. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Not many times you're going to hit a tree. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's back, yeah. back to Marble Man. He's no crab man. He's no crab man, professional driver. Hey, now, crab man... He needs a car to go super fast. Although he drives pretty much the same car I do. Yeah, and he, what what was that car Crabman drove on that like race track? Uh, race track. He drove a Ferrari on the racetrack. Yeah, right? his ah, wife Crabman's for his man. birthday for his birthday his wife got him a like a track visit where he got to drive a Ferrari on a racetrack. Yeah, nice. so that sounds that looked pretty cool. He had a video of it. Yeah, this doctor friend was telling me about he he drove he was in Vegas. And he drove, apparently, you know, there's a NASCAR track in Vegas. Yeah. Well, the infield also has like a, a road track. Mm. And yeah. he, he drove a Porsche on it. I don't remember which Porsche. But, you know, the thing about that is I'd be super nervous that I would uh, wreck the car and then be like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a $160,000 car and I, I cannot pay for that. <laughs> I'm sure they have some kind of ridiculous insurance. Yeah, on, on the yeah, cars. yeah. You know, Marble you just wreck the car, and you're like, "Well, 
Uh, it's been real. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> see you later. See you guys later. You got, uh, you know, can I have my driver's license stuff back? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't I get go. I got, number, did I? I've got somewhere to be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. If I was going to drive home, which car should I take? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should I just leave yeah. you my minivan, or just or what's the? Well, uh, oh, this yeah. has been fun. <laughs> this has been fun. Um, okay, are you wearing an ASPCA shirt? No. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Doesn't her hair look good? Yeah. It looks like she just got back from the beach. <laughs> <laughs> she got a perm. Did you just get it done or something? Yeah, she got a perm. No, ah. it's a body wave perm. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I trust you. I got a haircut the other day. It cost me $10. Yeah. Nice. It's so terrible. You had to wear a hat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is Felicia was with me, and uh, I was wearing a hat actually when I went in, and then she cut my hair, and I didn't put my hat back on until I got back in the car, and I was like, I feel like it's kind of rude if you go in with your hat on. Bye, Justin. Bye. Uh, and as soon as I get through cutting your hair, you just put your hat right back on. Yeah. No, don't want don't want anybody to see this. Yeah, <laughs> I know you just worked uh, pretty, you know, hard on this. Uh, I don't want to show it off. Yeah, I know this is what you do for a living, but uh, don't expect me to advertise it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, well, we've kind of gone on a tangent here. Boy, have we! So, yeah. Mike stepped out for a minute, but I feel like we've covered thoughts for the game now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seeing as how seeing as how we all just played it probably fifteen minutes before jumping on the podcast, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't know about you, but we managed to cram in like five games in about fifteen minutes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, it's about it's about now. I did see there was a speed run on YouTube in under three really? minutes. In yeah. under three minutes. In under three. Minutes. I'm gonna have to go look that up. I have a hard time believing that. Uh, I don't know if it was, you know what? I didn't even finish. I didn't even have respect enough to watch <laughs> the end of it to see if they actually beat the game. I just, uh, it may have just been three minutes of me playing it. No, no wait a minute. But they were finishing the level in like, they were finishing each level in like five seconds. It was ridiculous. You know what it was? They were probably what? using the turbo button. Yeah, I'm sure they were. <laughs> actually, I'm sure they were. Yeah. That's uh I wish if we'd known that existed. Yeah. They could give you uh, some tips and tricks. I know. Of course, you know, if you watched that video, you probably would have been like, how is he going so fast? How is he moving that quickly? Yeah. So. So, oh, and somebody, and just to, not to spoil what we're talking about later, but somebody did post the speed run to the Two Dudes Facebook page. Oh. So... So we'll have to check. And out. is it? It's under three minutes. Yes. Yes. All right. I'm gonna let Mike jump back on real quick. You have it. And it's yeah. I gave it to Leah. If she wants it downstairs. I'm back. 
We'll go look for it. In uh, right. in typical John fashion, he parked behind Amber so she couldn't get out. Ah, so that so did he have to leave? Yeah, I told him get out. So you did. I don't know if you heard me. Is that a ASPCA shirt? No, it's I a USPCA. It. What is what is USPCA? It's K regional K nine. Cops. Ah, uh-huh. okay. Support. Okay. Um, shirt you give for donating or something like that. Ah, uh, okay. I thought you may have donated to ASPCA. I don't even know what ASPCA is. It's like they save animals in like bad situations. Oh. People that are abusing them or starving them. Hmm. Yeah, we've probably donated to that before. I don't know if we uh, have that in East Tennessee. Probably should. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So when when you came back, me and John were talking about speed runs. Mm. Uh, and this I was game? saying that I saw one on YouTube in under three under three minutes. I think it was was the whole game. Well, I don't know because I told John I didn't have enough respect to watch the actual end of the video. I was just like I watched like the first thirty seconds of it. Oh, I just turned it off. But he was finishing levels in like five seconds. I mean, it was pretty ridiculous. Hmm. He was just flying through it. I don't know if it was the whole game. How many levels are actually in this game? I don't know. I've only made it to the silly level. That's as far as I've ever made it. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how many's on it, but uh, yeah. I guess it'd be something to look up. Yeah. We're, we're experts at this game, if everybody listening. This podcast has kind of been all over the place a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so are we back on yeah. track or we're still off track? Uh, we're talking about speedruns, so I guess we're back on track. Perfect. Yeah. We can't figure out how many levels are actually on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. People who've listened to us for a long time probably know that we're probably not the best people we'll be talking about the NES in general. We're not experts. We've yeah. never claimed to be experts. <laughs> we enjoy it. We like playing NES games. You just we're just two it. dudes. <laughs> we're just two dudes and a Ness. Actually, two Nesses. Two yeah, Nesses. That's it. Two yeah. Nesses and a Retron 5 now. I use my Retron 5. You got now. a Retron 5? I've had one for a long time. I've just not really used it very much. But now I've started using it. Now that i got the flat TV. Yeah. I've had one since they came out. Mess. But You know what's weird? You know how a lot, of times, uh, a lot of times stuff like Retrons, new technology or whatever, it comes out really expensive and then the price drops? Mm-hmm. Well, when the, Retron, when the Retron 5 first came out, it was about $30, $40 cheaper than it is now for oh, whatever really? reason. I guess well, demand is just was just really high on it. I don't know. I really don't know. But I, when I got mine, it was I don't remember how much it was. I think it was I don't know. I don't want to speculate. But it, was, it I just know that now it's like more expensive. The price went up since I got it. What year do you suppose was the retro gaming craze began? Because I mean, you can say we are now in a retro gaming pretty much craze. Like it's it's very popular now. I mean, GameStop oh, yeah. is selling retro games. Game prices for retro games have gone up. So when did that begin? Let's see. When did we when did we start Retro Thought Pod? Was that 2012? Well, no, I was already living up here. And I didn't move up here until 2013. So 
So it's 2013. It yeah. was about a year or two before that, that it yeah. kind of started, the movement kind of started. Mm-hmm. Cause I know it was, it was starting to, starting to hit its stride when we were talking well, about I retro thought pod. When did, when did the Wii re-release the NES games? That's true. When did that happen? I have a feeling that there's six good. levels. Practice beginner. Yeah, so I can believe under cereal, three minutes. Cereal and ultimate, or cereal, <laughs> silly, silly and ultimate. I'm hungry. Okay, I need some, need some lucky charms. I can believe under three minutes. Then uh, it still seems really hard to me, but you know, we'll we'll watch it afterwards and see if yeah. we believe the guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway. My point of this whole discussion of when did the retro gaming movement start is, did the Retron 5 come out before the big craze? And that's why I would say it may have gone up. In the no, it was, it was after. The Retron, they, they had a ret, there's been a Retron 1, 2, 3. They skipped 4, and then they did a 5. So yeah, I had the Retron. Four. I had, huh? Who this needs is, 4? Yeah, I know. Who's, who cares about four? The number corresponds to the number of systems that it emulates, I think. Although like Rocky original, Four may be the best Rocky. False. That's yeah, that's false. Rocky One is the best Rocky. You really? Yeah. yeah. That's I think that's two's better than one. No. No, I'm pretty sure everybody agrees that one is the best. <laughs> everybody? One is okay. Well, everybody two thirds of this podcast agrees that one was the best. I mean, in four, he does defeat communism, which, you know, I'm pretty sure that's what ended the Cold War. I guess War. it depends on what gl- what glasses you're looking through. Okay, are you looking through like Rocky as compared to all the other Rocky movies in the style that the Rocky movies are, or are you looking at just a good movie? Because Rocky yeah, One is I guess a better movie true. than all the other movies. But if you look at the that's style true. of all the Rocky movies, Rocky One doesn't fit, so you can't throw it out. And then of the rest of them, fours probably. Yeah, because between, I think it was really almost between two and three, Rocky goes from being a boxer, like an underdog boxer, to being like a superhero. Mm-hmm. Like he just takes un, unfathomable punishment <laughs> and comes back. Yeah, so if you look at the superhero Rocky movies, I could see an argument for four. Yeah. Although I kind of think three is a little better. Well, you know, and five never existed. Here's the here's the thing. No, here's there the, is no five. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting some thoughts in my head. Okay, so you know, it's Star Wars craze right now, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I was thinking about. It's been a long time since I've seen Star Wars. I was thinking about going back and watching the machete version, which is you get rid of one, you watch four, five, then two, three, and then six. So it gives you it, and people say that it gives you a more cohesive story that way. So I was just thinking, if what if you chop Rocky up? The same, some of the same way. Like you get rid of some of the movies, so you watch like one, then maybe you watch Rocky Balboa, and then you go back in time and watch another Rocky movie, and then you watch Creed or something. Which one? Did, which one did Apollo die in? Three, four. three. No, he dies in four. Oh no, that's right. He, he dies, dies in four. Very beginning, right? He yeah, dies in yeah. four. So let's let's say you watch Rocky one, Rocky Balboa, mm-hmm. four, and then Creed. See that. I think that would be a good movie. I haven't seen Creed yet. No, wait, sorry, say that again. You watch one, you watch Rocky Balboa, which is a newer movie. Yeah. Then you go back in time, which I thought Rocky Balboa was good. 
I liked it. Then you go back in time and watch, say, four, the one where Apollo's. Yeah, see, of... I think that I think that's tough though, because if you do only watch those movies, you don't really understand who Apollo is. You see Rocky beat him, mm-hmm. and then he dies in four. Yeah. Okay. So which is the one yeah. where they're like real big buddies? Is it three? Three. Okay. So so one Balboa, three four Creed. I could see that. Okay. Okay. What about two though? He rematches Creed in two. Yeah, I think two you can throw out. I think two. I two. like two, Just, but but for the version, I can understand where you're coming from. The version you're talking about, it's not essential to the the co- the cohesive yeah. story of all Rocky. I think two is kind of un, not an essential movie there. Okay, see what I'm saying? But it's, it re, it builds on the rivalry that in three goes out the window so that he can help him beat. Uh, but I think just the fact that Rocky uh, faces him in the end of one, I think that's enough in three to where Creed can kind of be his mentor guy or whatever. Yeah, and then they have the homoerotic scene on the beach. Yes, where they're yes. jumping in the water and hugging. hugging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they fight. Then they fight in Rocky's basement. Okay, yeah. this is not the Rocky podcast. <laughs> this is not the Rocky podcast. Although so, we sorry, should do a Rocky one. Yes, we should. I would like to do a Rocky podcast now. I would be, I would. Maybe yeah, we can make that a Patreon episode. Yeah. We all go see Creed and then watch. And then I've heard Creed's pretty good. Do a Rocky podcast. I heard it is pretty, actually pretty good. And anyway. I heard one of the reasons I, Sylvester Stallone did not have as much involvement. In <laughs> Everybody loves Sly, but <laughs> maybe that's yeah. for the best. All right, so right. we had a high score challenge. All right. Which uh, for I Rocky? Didn't even, yes. No, no. No, for actually for uh, Marvel Madness. If you Which is yeah. I, supposedly what we're talking about today. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. I wish you um, could tally the time that's spent on other things versus <laughs> Marvel Madness. On Marvel Madness. Yeah. Uh, hey, I feel like we're bringing our A game on the tangent talk, though. So. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a high score challenge. Uh, we had one, two, three, four, four entries plus ourselves. Um, all everybody else did better than us, or at least better than John and I. I don't know. Way, your, way better than me. I don't know what your high score was, Justin. I didn't even pay attention because I didn't. <laughs> okay, yeah. so in sixth place is John, with like nine thousand, maybe something like that. It wasn't much. Didn't even make it on the high score board of the game. No big deal. We're just having fun, yeah. right? We only yeah, played yeah, yeah. it about 17 times this morning <laughs> in a span of five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are you going to do? Yeah. Then in fifth place is me with, I think it was about 21,000. 21,490. 21,490. Like yeah, I think that's right. 21,490. And then in fourth place, we got Mark Scott Jr. with 30,070. Nice job. Already like 10,000 more than yeah. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. And then we got Dude Hickman, that rascal with forty six thousand three hundred thirty. Which wow, Dude Hickman. M- normally, Dude Hickman, we're like, yeah, he's the, he's the bomb. Uh, but uh, that also depends on whether or not Sean or Baz or <laughs> Fletchell enters the competition. <laughs> right, uh, right. So Baz comes in second place with sixty thousand five hundred. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we're left with we're left with first first place, and you know it's either Derek Fletchell or Sean or Dude Sean, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Can you guess which one it is? Fletcher. It is. Of course, you probably already knew. Yes. Yeah, I, I cheated. <laughs> it's fine. I, I saw a screenshot for it, but I still think he's lying. <laughs> you can see him in the picture, <laughs> taking the picture. Of TV. You can see him in the picture. Nope, he's lying. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that that's him. <laughs> can you hold your driver's license and social security card <laughs> and birth certificate and next to the ice cream. no and I say that because I've played Marble Madness repeatedly in the past 10 minutes and I just I don't do it <laughs> well congratulations Derek you have the high score and it's quite a quite a whopping high score in my opinion it's 70,740 mm-hmm. wow so that is I don't even know how you get that I guess you eventually, I guess the game rolls over after you beat the last level because he's obviously you, had to have beaten the game to get this. One word. Turbo. 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 Ah, that's it. <laughs> he knows about the turbo, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He does. Hey, he real quick, you're, you're totally distracting me. Are you trying to check your reflexes in your hand? I'm checking my finger reflexes real quick. Yeah. <laughs> just, yes, if you're I not am. watching, if you're not watching, you're just listening. Justin has the little thing that the doctors bang on your knee. He's just like a reflex hammer. That's yeah. Really yeah. All right. All right. So that's the high score challenge. Congratulations, Derek. That was quite a, quite a job. There. I don't believe you. Anyway, John doesn't <laughs> believe you. <laughs> um, so I don't know any other than the turbo, which yeah, that's which it. we didn't know about. I don't know of any hint, other hints or cheats or anything. Do you? Um. No. I don't know of anything. Uh, the other, only other thing is you can kind of cheat by playing a two-player game, I guess, because you get extra time added if, you, if mm-hmm. you're playing two. If you win and you're playing two-player, so that's a little bit mm-hmm. of a cheat. As far as I mean, as far as tips go, obviously we're not the air experts. So we should ask uh, Mister Fletcher. But uh, there's a, there's a certain point where I think you can fall over a ledge and not crack and have to restart, mm, yeah. but it's not very high. So there's probably some points in the game where you can go over a ledge and, you know, cut, cut some corners. Yeah, yeah I'd say so. I, I know I did that a few times, mostly by accident. But mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's a pretty good tip, I guess. The other tip is there's, there's some shortcuts in the game if you're risky enough to take them because they're usually more difficult, but they are shortcuts. So finding the shortcuts and getting good at, Using them is probably another good tip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, wh- what did you uh, what did you think about the graphics there, Justin? I mean, they're they're cool. I, I like the design of the courses. I don't know if I would say that you know it's graphically the a great game, but uh, the design of the courses they really I think spent a lot of time with that, and uh, that was really good. So, what do yeah, you think? I, I kind of feel the same way. I think that. I feel like the NES graphics kind of hurt the style of the course because it's the, the NES is, does not do a really good job of shading and and making a 2D image pop as a 3D image. I don't even know how to explain mm-hmm. it. Like MC Escher style mm-hmm. 2D is 3D stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The NES kind of it kind of um, hinders that style of of graphic art there, you know. See, I feel right. like that. Uh, I feel like the graphics were at, like perfectly suited to the game for NES. I mean, they weren't amazing, but I mean that's mm-hmm. what the game called for. And yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying they're bad anyway. Just, I think they're yeah. 
perfectly acceptable. I just don't think they're anything miraculous. I do love the course design though on almost, Mm -hmm. almost every course. Cause I haven't made it to the last one yet, but uh, I love the fact that you play through, you get a practice course, then you get a beginner intermediate. And then there's one called aerial, which I don't even understand what that means. I guess you start you, off up in the air. Okay, yeah, I guess, I guess you, guys, you do kind of start off. You start off in the air, I guess. But then it says <laughs> silly course, and it says everything you know is wrong, <laughs> and you're like going yes. up and down, and like all the bad guys are little teeny tiny. I just love yeah. that level hilarious. And there were birds. Yeah, they're birds. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and we mentioned earlier, we oh. mentioned earlier that the music is just awesome. Yeah, it is really good. I love and the music. It really is good. And the sound effects are cool too, like when you fall from really high up. Yeah, you sound like a ghost or something. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, like and actually, like just it, it kind of. I think this game especially points out how important good sound design is, um, mm-hmm. because you bump into somebody and you're like, "Oh, that's a cool sound," or like you hit the wall and you're like, "Oh, that's a cool," sound, you know. Yeah, I mean, but it also helps in that you're trying to, because like I said earlier, the graphics are kind of, it's kind of hard sometimes to tell where a wall is in this weird 3D space. So having yeah. that bumping noise kind of helps you figure out, okay, that's it's, Yeah, it's kind of like playing the game blind. You'd hear yeah. the noise. Of course, there's also, and I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet, there's also, you also bounce off the walls and stuff, right? And there's this weird mm-hmm. like momentum to the ball that I love. I think it's really good. I don't know if it's just uh yeah, if you if you get going too fast in one direction, it's a lot harder to slow yourself down. Yeah, and in, in order to get up ramps, you have to have a little bit of momentum to get up the ramps and mm-hmm. stuff. I guess yeah. this, you know, this is an engineer's dream game right here because it's got physics, you know. Yeah. So, so who designed the physics, physics. engine for? <laughs> uh, well, one of those two guys. Those <laughs> two guys, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Bob, or the other guy. Bob or the other guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this, we, I do love the sound and the music. You love the sound of music? Yes, the hills are alive. With the sound <laughs> it was a fun game. It was worth it. <clears throat> yeah, so ultimately, how much does this game go for, Just Oh, you, you don't know. Between... Do you, do, you huh? do, you, do you know? Did you write down? Uh, did I... Did I the, the cost? Yes. Yeah. Okay, it's I was just between, assuming that because you didn't have a computer, you weren't able to do anything. That's my bad. Uh, it's between five and ten bucks. Okay, so between five oh, and ten bucks. So, do you think it's worth it for five to ten dollars? Sure, I think five definitely. <laughs> huh? I just like your response. Sorry, you just said sure, sure, sure. sure. Why not? <laughs> now, five definitely ten. Maybe a little steep because there's a lot of other good games that are that you can buy for ten bucks, mm. but uh, five definitely worth it. I think it's totally worth it. Of course, I've got some nostalgia going on, but uh, mm-hmm. I really like this game. You may not get hours of fun out of it, but you'll get a lot of fifteen minutes. You'll bursts get ten of fun. minutes of fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I feel like it's one of those games. Like, if you know, heaven forbid, you had to like narrow down your collection. I feel like Marble Madness mm-hmm. is one of the games I'd actually kind of hold on to. Yeah, and in fact, I am kind of narrowing down my collection as we as we cover games. I'm I'm deciding whether to get rid of them or keep them. Mm-hmm. And Marvel Madness is one that I'm going to keep. So it's a keeper. Mm-hmm. It's a keeper. So I mean, that's kind of what I just started doing. That uh, we could even implement that into the show if we wanted to. But I, as we go through these games, I'm deciding to keep them or not in my collection. And I think keep I'm going to keep or sell them. 
keep them or sell them or give them away. I don't know. Find a neighbor kid. Find a na- find another neighbor kid. Pass on the tradition. You give it to a neighbor kid, and of course, the neighbor kid nowadays is like, "What is this?" Yeah, he's <laughs> like, "Do this thing." Handing me. He's like, I, yeah. "What? I don't understand. Is this Call of yeah. Duty?" <laughs> yeah, this is not a disc. You tell me it's a video game, but I don't. Uh, I don't uh, see how I load this into my Xbox. This is this will yeah. not fit in my Xbox. Is there a USB port? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Enough uh, old man grumping. Yeah. <laughs> friggin' it, friggin' it. Um, yeah. So, retrofitted trophies. Did you come up with any, Justin? I know you know, we're a little actually, bit uh, we're a little bit outside. We've been we've been out of the game for a while. I actually kind of forgot to do that. Yeah, <laughs> with you. <laughs> I kind of completely forgot that we did we do that on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I mean, we've been gone. We've been gone for a while. See, this yeah. is the one. I'd actually, I didn't put a lot of thought into it, but I thought of a couple because I, you know, it's one of the things I was looking forward to. Yeah, okay. <laughs> on the podcast, but I guess if I'm going on. I mean, this is pretty much one of the segments that everybody looks forward to. And no, no big deal, Justin, but I mean. Yeah, I mean, you know. Everybody loves. The fans right. love it. I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I had, I had I'll think couple. of one while I'm listening to John's terrible ones. <laughs> oh, okay, thanks. No, I'm just not going <laughs> to. Go to right. Well, I thought of a couple. And there's the old baloney award, and that's when you die five times in a row and respawn in the same spot. Because okay. usually that's what I end up saying after I just roll over the same edge of a cliff five times. <laughs> uh, okay, I've got one. calm to you if you just say old baloney. Yeah. I've got oh. one called uh, Cracking My Marbles. And that is uh, fall off the cliff at the beginning of the aerial stage. Because I didn't do it today, but the, at the beginning of the aerial stage, when you roll down, it automatically gives you enough momentum to just send you shooting off the edge right there at the beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. So you got to hold back not to do that. But if you do, if you do fall prey to their little trick, uh, you get the crack in my marbles trophy. Yeah. And then there's the... Uh... So close and yet so far trophy. That's when you run out of time within sight of the finish line, which tends to happen in like the later stages as you have less and less time to finish course. Okay. You didn't skip out of one yet, Justin? Yeah. This one's called You Didn't Know About This, You Idiots. And that is <laughs> Know About the Turbo. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, I've got one more. It's called Pandemonium, and that is Beat the Silly Stage. Because that stage is just pandemonium. It's pandemonium. Okay. It's a lot of ballyhoo and shenanigans. Mm-hmm. There's some shenanigans. Some tomfoolery. Tom Jinx. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Those are the ones I had. That's all I've got, too. Okay. Sorry, fans. Sounds good. That's good. That's good. All right. What are, how are we going to rate this? How about an old nostalgic toy? Because like marbles are like a kind of like an old. We think about that. No. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I give it four out of five yeah. marbles. All right. Okay, that's not John's how we do this. Kind of going on his own thing. Fine. <laughs> yeah. fine. Did you say fine five? Yeah, five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just double down on my rating system. <laughs> okay. 
All right, I'm going to give it Jax mm, because okay. I feel like uh, you know it's a game that probably not a lot of people played, um, but it's it's fun for about ten minutes and then you're done. Okay, I'm going to give it Pogs mm, because yikes. Pogs. Yeah, <laughs> yikes! You didn't like this game. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a game that people like for nostalgic reasons. And but it's a game that you don't really want to play very long. Like it sounds like a good thing to play, but then you just don't want to play very long. Yeah, it's like, hey man, we should break up my pogs and try that again. Remember back when we used to play pogs? Five minutes later, I think I'm done with. Why did we do this? This this is. I think I'm done with pogs. Yeah. Okay, that's that's maybe pogs was not the best choice. Although I think I still have really sweet slammer somewhere. Oh, you do. You still got your slammer pogs. Yeah. <laughs> what did we just say? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All, right. All right, we have we have a ton of listener feedback, both for this game and just in general. So uh, we'll get through some of it. I'm not sure how much if we'll get through all of it, but we'll definitely get through the feedback for this game. And then I've got some emails, some voicemails, a new iTunes review. I've got all kinds of stuff. So, Oh boy. Yeah. So we'll start with Twitter feedback on Twitter. Um, feedback on Twitter. JB or at Burks 008. Oh, 008. He was the bad guy in Goldeneye, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. Or was that 006? He was. Uh, it was six. Okay, so double eight. He's a, he's the newest and newest and greatest agent. Uh, he says it's a controller thrower. Hashtag frustration. Breach it, JVD. Uh, at Super Game Boys says one of my favorites. Eight uh, bit Baz, who got our number two high score, says always wanted to try the arcade original with trackball, but had to settle for this version. It's good, though. Always enjoy it. Uh, Paul and Andy from Power Trip Gaming, who we had on the show not too long ago doing Legacy of the Wizard, said, frustrating, yet somehow always find some way to come back to it. Great game. Uh, At Retrocade Games says, great game, but incredibly short. It's difficult, helps balance that out, though. Oh, it's difficulty helps balance that out, though. So it's a short game, but it's difficult, so it's a good balance. I agree with that. Yeah. I think Power Trip Gaming had it right. It's it's frustrating, but you come back to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, to Facebook, uh, Panda Dude, Dude Panda, says, great game, but sometimes that soundtrack gets annoying. Uh, I think I'm going to disagree with you there. I think Panda. it gets annoying maybe if you're good enough to you know, play it for more than Ten a two-minute <laughs> run. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But for me, you know, it didn't ever get annoying. Uh, Gabe Van Gilder says, the game that gives you headaches. All right. Uh, dude Joe. Actually, that was Dude Gabe as well. Gabe's a dude. Sorry. Dude Gabe. Dude Joe. Dude Joe says, love this game. It was hard, but not impossible. I just wish Nintendo and Milton Bradley had released a trackball for this game. It would have been so yeah, much more fun been. and easier to control. This game had a killer soundtrack, though. Nice. Uh, Dudle- <laughs> Douglas Delecky Jr. says, needs more marbles and less madness. <laughs> Harder than the arcade version. That's a, I wonder if somebody submitted that to Nintendo. Could you remake this game with more marbles and less madness, please? <laughs> uh, Jesse Benson says, Marble Madness is a great game. 
my youngest daughter gave me this cart for my birthday, and we have played it together many times since. I eagerly await this episode. All right. Hope, hopefully we haven't disappointed so far. Probably uh, have. Do- <laughs> we talked about Marble Madness. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've talked a little bit. A little bit. Uh, dude Jay. Uh, dude Jorgensen. Dude Fishlips Jay. He always, that's why he always announces himself when he calls in. So that's why we can announce him that way too. Uh, this is one of those games I love to play and immediately get mad about how hard it was. Call me a glutton for punishment. Do Jay, you are a glutton for punishment. Thank you, John. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Jackson says, I only played this game once. I remember the controls being awkward. That's all I got. Okay. You, he must you, have. This is something we didn't talk about. He must have picked forty-five degree oh, controls. That was rough. Uh, in the game when you start it up. You have the option for ninety degree controls or forty-five degree controls. Uh, I've never been able to figure, wrap my head around forty-five degrees, so I always pick ninety because ninety means that wherever you point is the way that the marble goes. I think the difference is one works oh, and the other one okay. doesn't. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Ryan, maybe try it again with the ninety degree. Maybe maybe you can try it again. Uh, Brad Barley says, my blood pressure goes up thinking about this game. Uh, Brian Eikenberry says, the absolute most aggravating blankety blank involving marbles. Uh, Bob Sestodio says, Nintendo hard for sure. Tom Rudd, who I don't think Tom's ever commented on a something before welcome tom welcome tom tom red says the black knight marble on world two i'll never forget yeah there's a marble on world two that just tries to knock you off and it's and it's so memorable it made it to the cover art that's right somewhat frustrating and uh yeah he seems to always do that uh dude sean says fun but crazy though a game my friends had that i never got he also says welcome back uh ivan says, never played this, but judging from a speed run on YouTube, it looks like it would be fun, though unforgiving, requiring a lot of precision. All right, Derek Fletchell says, ah, yes, one of my favorites. I would play this at my cousin's house during the holidays, and it was always a blast. No matter how many times you beat it, there's always a challenge to better your time and score. Speaking of which, do I sense a high score challenge to go along with this one, Sean? Uh, it's been a while since the last one. And so Sean and I said yes, and here's the link and everything. Uh, then uh, Cleva the Great says, love this Cleva. game. Cleva, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Cleva. Uh, that makes more sense. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Cleva the Great. Yeah, that makes more sense. All right. Sorry, Cleva. Uh, love this game, and I love the music even better. Uh, Jason Knopp, who did our new logo, says... My only memory about this game is that there was a kids game show that gave it as a prize at the end of almost every episode. I can't remember the show though. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was like Nick Arcade or something. I don't know. Could be. Double Dare. Uh, Aaron Hickman says, one of my favorite games from my childhood. There was just something so magical. Dot, dot, dot. About the Genesis version. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. I just got my cat to hiss. That was not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the sound of 13 kittens hissing. Yes. Actually, no. Have you ever heard no, a kitten 13 hiss? kittens would be like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you've never heard a kitten hiss, they're like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, 
Then Jason. Oh wait, he already said that. Yeah. Uh, then Ross Beck. This is probably this is this may get comment of the show for me. Uh, Ross Beck says I'd comment, but I keep falling off my chair over and over and over and over and over yes. and over. And over. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, and then Chad McCall, who we haven't heard from in a while, but Chad says I love this game. I even scored the controller for it not too long ago. Really? He may be talking about a different system because I don't think the NES ever had a trackball. Huh. But uh, cool. All right. That pretty well covers up the Facebook group. I have some... I'm opening up Word on my computer for some reason. (laughs) Nice. I I meant to hit Outlook. Hold on, I need to type a document real quick. <laughs> Excuse me, podcast friends. Okay, I've got a couple of voicemails here. So let's listen to some voicemails. First one up from Dude Sean. Dude, what's going on? Michael, Justin, Sean. Uh, just calling and saying, uh, I'm glad to see you guys are back and look forward to some shows. All right. Later, guys. Sweet. It almost sounded like he said, Michael, Justin, John. Like he knew John <laughs> was going to be here. Like he's going to know that all the slapper bags are going to be sitting next to me. Who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, we've got some really old ones on here, by the way. Uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, here's another one from, I'm not sure who this one is, uh, but we'll find out. Hey there, and welcome to the debut episode of the Talking Two Dudes in an NES podcast. We're the show that talks about the two dudes talking about the best and worst that the NES has to offer. Thanks to Michael and Justin for that great introduction, even if it was a little long. This week, the two dudes discussed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. So let's dive right in, shall we? The dudes couldn't stop raving about this game that was made by some guy whose name Justin couldn't pronounce. Michael went on an epic quest for the cart this week. He actually bought 800-year-old samurai armor and a golden katana and fought his way all the way through Dimension X to get a copy of this game, which he probably could have bought on eBay for $4.99. The game discussion went on a little long this week since Michael decided to make up names for every single Foot Clan member in the game. So we'll just skip over that. But In the end, the dudes were able to come together over a plate of spicy buffalo wings and declare this game a gem. As far as retrofitted achievements go, wait, 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 what's that? They didn't play Turtles 2 this week? (laughs) Well, what game did they play? Oh, Fisher Price's I Can Remember? Hmm. Oh, well, close enough. Anyway, next week on Talking Two Dudes in an NES, we'll be covering the Retro Junkies Network is canceling our show. Well, 
In that case, thank you all for tuning in to the final episode of Talking Two Dudes and an NES Podcast. We sure had a good run. And now you know the rest of the story. <laughs> nice. So just hey, to point it out, uh, Mike's phone has a transcription thing. And uh, it, uh, it kind of transcribes the voicemail. And it says that, uh, oh, where is it? Yeah, it said uh, it shows the toots couldn't stop raving about this game. <laughs> so <it's, laughs> the, toots. the toots. The toots. Nice. I will say, I don't know who that caller was because uh, they didn't leave their name. But uh, we do have two more voicemails from them. But they, I'm pretty sure they're butt dials because I'm not going to play them because it may have some pertinent information. But uh, they say things like, hey, Paul, what's up? And how are you doing today? And then some conversation about uh, some kind of building or something. I don't know. So I just like to thank them for saying toots. Toots. Yeah. They didn't say toots. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we still got more. Let's let's listen to uh, this one is from this one is from the uh, this is from Jason who did our logo. So let's listen to that. Hey, dudes, this is Jason over at Dot Graphics and GrandStaffArsenal.com. Just wanted to drop a line and uh, let you guys know what a pleasure it was working with you guys. Uh, just found out about you back in maybe. Uh, September, October time, I think I caught your Nightmare on M Street was your last recent cast, and then I've been catching up with you ever since and trying to listen to all the episodes. I think you guys do a great job. I uh, want to do whatever I can to support you, so the opportunity to help you guys with the artwork uh, was just a blast for me. I hope you guys enjoy it, and if I'm letting the cat out of the bag, you can uh, save me for the next, next installment if you want. I uh, also want to take this opportunity. I've always wondered, I wanted to ask you, uh, as far as the origins to the running gag about Tom Arnold, I want to verify that you guys are in the correct terminology. Um, when you say Tom Arnold, I know you're thinking about Roseanne Barzak's husband, but when it first came up and you said Tom Arnold will be impressed from the wizard, I think you were talking about Kevin Arnold, who was played by Fred Savage. And I think you meant to say Fred Savage would be impressed, but I'm not quite sure. Maybe you really did mean Tom Arnold. I don't know. But, uh, he, yeah, Fred Savage played Kevin Arnold in The Wonder Years. I was wondering why you made that connection. Um, or if you just really meant to say Tom Arnold, but then you would lose the video game connection. I'm not sure. Anyway, this is running kind of long. Just wanted to let you guys know I'm a, a new fan, but I've been following you uh, really closely ever since, and I appreciate what you do, uh, as well as the other D-patters. Uh, really want you to keep it up and, and uh, keep the community strong. Appreciate your time, guys. Uh, if you need anything in the future, hit me up, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. All right, I'm going to take this one on, uh, Mike, to answer this question about Tom Arnold. Uh, the Tom Arnold will be impressed. We're just big Tom Arnold fans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good guy. No big deal. Okay. No, I have seriously? no idea what you're talking about. I don't know who Fred Savage is. <laughs> <laughs> If you, no, listen to okay. the, if you listen to the Double yeah. Dragon episode, which is right. way, that's like episode two or three, I think. If you listen to the Double Dragon episode, at the, near the end, I don't even remember what, I, I think I was telling everybody what my high score was. And Justin was trying to make, because at some point we had talked about the wizard. 
mm-hmm. and how it was in the movie The Wizard, right? Right. How Double Dragon was in that movie. And uh, Justin was trying to make a joke saying that uh, Kevin Arnold from The Wonder Years, who was in the movie The Wizard, would have been impressed with my score because he was impressed with the kid's score in The Wizard, right? Well, just a slip of the tongue, and Justin says Tom Arnold would be impressed instead. I think I... I think I just couldn't stop laughing until the show was over. I think we just ended the show because I was mm-hmm. it's just so funny that from right. then on, we just started saying Tom Arnold would be impressed right. as a renegade. And Putin rejoices. And Putin rejoices. So if you want to hear the origination of that, Tom Arnold would be impressed, then you need to go to the Double Dragon episode. And it's near the end. Um, just a slip of the tongue that's lasted for what? Two years. 60 episodes now, two yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But and, we've still uh, yet to get Tom Arnold on the show. Yeah. Keep hoping. Dude Purcell okay. apparently met Tom Arnold but couldn't get him on our show. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. But Well, he, here's the thing. We've got some Iowa listeners. Mm-hmm. Dude Purcell being one of them. Uh, right. So any of you Iowa listeners, if you catch him in Iowa, because I know he's from Iowa, uh, just say, hey, just speak into my phone. Say, this is Tom Arnold, and you're listening to Two Dudes and S. Record that, send it to us, and we'll be gold. Yeah. We will have right. Tom Arnold. You should get Tom Arnold to say, I'm Tom Arnold, and I'm impressed with Two Dudes yes. and S. Yes. Yeah, get that. That Do would that be instead. perfect. Do that instead. I'm Tom Arnold, and I'm impressed with Two Dudes and S. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yes. So somebody, some listener, get that for us, and we will uh, be forever in your debt. You'll be an honorary dude for sure. And if you're not already an honorary dude, you'll be a double honorary dude. Yeah. All right. I've got, uh, we'll do one more. This one is from Dude Jorgensen. I've actually got two from Dude Jorgensen. Two from Dude Jorgensen. Did we do the one where he said, this is a really bad call, I'm sorry, at the end? I don't remember if we did or not. Okay. Well, let's try it. Okay. Dude, dude, Jay, dude, Jorgensen, dude, fish this Jay call, man. I was listening to your Friday, no, Friday the 13th is not the right movie, Nightmare on Elm Street episode with Paul Kluhl, and uh, I was just calling to congratulate you. I just received word from the Academy that your opening skit was, they're going to give you, they're putting you up for a nomination for a uh, Best new podcast intro. It's a new category. Um, so congratulations. And uh, I'm sure that, you know, maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger will talk to you, you know, do the introductions or whatever. It'll be like, yeah, in here, two dudes and a nest. And with their <coughs> right now on Elm Street intro. God, this was a really bad call. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry, Jay. I liked it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, we've got some more calls. I'm going to save the rest of them. We do have. Yeah, uh, we're getting running a little long. We'll save the iTunes for next time. We'll save the rest of the calls for next time. I do have one email that's been sitting for a really long time that we probably need to read. So I'm going to let John do the honors. This is from <clears throat> this is from Ivan. Dudes. <coughs> My son and I enjoyed the Castlevania episode. It was a favorite of mine while growing up, and it was fun hearing your take on it. As to the background of my name, Ivan, 
While it was fun imagining myself as a Transylvania, squaring off against the Belmonts, I am, in truth, named after my father and grandfather, and, uh, and am of English and Lebanese descent. Go figure. You guys have me chuckling as usual this episode. The image of one of my cats being dumped at the feet of a chasing mummy, leading the mummy to be distracted by her severe adorableness, was very funny. As to Bram Stoker, that might be best left for the next Patreon exclusive. Smiley face. Thanks again for doing Castlevania, and if you're still having trouble connecting with Turtle Flakes for TMNT2, if I may be so bold following my Patreon pick, I humbly suggest for your next episode, the Soviet-inspired Karnoff. Putin would certainly rejoice. In closing, I'd like to say that meat is delicious. Smiley face. Ivan. (laughs) Thank you, Ivan. Uh, I wonder, I fear we better read that one since Castlevania is pretty far removed at this point. But I do remember, Uh, we did did comment on Ivan uh, thinking that he was, we said it was the perfect game for him to pick because his name was Ivan or something like that. Right, yeah. And the cat stuff, that's good. That's that's gold. That's that's podcast gold right there. Hey, oh, yeah. you, want to, you want to double your, your listeners to a podcast? Cats. Talk about cats. That's Cat how we've got talk. this far. That's how we've got this far. Mm-hmm. Cats are a winner. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's shout out the Retro Junkies. Justin, I'm going to put you on the spot. Name them all. <clears throat> well, I'm getting choked <laughs> up here. <laughs> <laughs> I just, let me just throw up here for a minute, and uh, then I'll tell you. Uh, we've got winging it. We got a bunch of Atari podcasts they can't keep up with. Retro Obscura, <laughs> Turtle Flakes, uh, Genesis Gems, Metroidvania Main okay. Ham. All right. What? No, go ahead. I just said, okay. You're right, cutting me off. No, I was okay. just, I was trying to, well, I did, I did poorly, but I was trying to just say, good job. Keep going. You got this. Oh, okay. I was also going to say, um, okay, I'm pulling up the list to see if you get them all right. Nah. Uh, yeah. Okay, how about this? How about this? <laughs> how about right. there's... How about I'm going to name them to you, and then you're going yeah. to say whether or not you think they're on the show. Or whether, whether or not I you think, think they're, they're on, on the, the show? Network. On the network, oh, okay. I'm sorry. All right. I'm going to name them off so you tell me are they or aren't they on the network? It's a little quiz game. Okay. Okay. Two dudes in a mess. No. Okay. Correct. Genesis gems. <laughs> yes. Okay. Retro obscure. Yes. You're Turtle just saying Flakes. all the ones that I've already said. Yeah. Huh? Yes. Nineties entertainment show. Yes. Comic nerds unite. I don't think they're part of it, are they? No, they're not. Are good, they? good call. Good call. Yeah. You're smart. Okay. You're smart. Atari Twenty Six Hundred Game by Game Podcast. Yes. Atari Fifty Two Hundred Super Podcast. Yes. Uh-huh. Atari Seventy Eight Hundred Game by Game Podcast. Yes. Cartridge Freaks. Yes. Okay. Coleco Visions Podcast. Yes. The Greatest American Hero Podcast. Yes. Uh-huh. The Intellivisionaries podcast. Yes. Okay. Metroidvania Mayhem. Yes. Uh, Tad Pog. No. Okay. N64, oh no, N64 Gaming Podcast. Yes. 
NES Club GamerCast. Mm, yes. Okay. No. Uh, no Quarter yes, Podcast. No. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our Brooklyn Bites. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's a newer show. It's a newer show. It's called okay, Our, okay. Our Brooklyn Bites. Yeah, it's on, it's on the network. Is that about pizza? Yeah, I think yes. so. I think so. No, I don't know. I don't know. It, let's see. Let's see. Our Brooklyn Bites is what happens when two Brooklynites spend an afternoon chatting about video games and technology. And pizza. And pizza. Uh, Pixel Tunes Radio. <coughs> yes. Retro Rewind Podcast. Yes. Retro Thought Pod. Yes. <laughs> Are you getting tired of this? There's just a few more. Promise. Star Wars Nerds Unite. Yes. Yes. Ten Pence Arcade. Yes. The Channel F Files. <coughs> Yes. The Adam Carolla Show. No. Okay. No, he actually is. Yeah. He just joined. Oh, just joined. joined <laughs> just joined. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The SNES Podcast. Yes. The Toys R Us Report. Yes. Master System Masterpieces. Yes. Serial. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> you got them all right. <laughs> yeah, except for the Adam, except for the Adam Carolla one, but you didn't know. It, we were trying to keep that. Okay, we we're trying to keep that one. Contract. contract, yeah, it's a contract code. thing. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Okay, uh, let's see. John, you got anything to say? Are you doing anything interesting? I'm never doing anything interesting, but thanks for having me on. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. He's yeah. going to buy some sweet feed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go feed his horses. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you to the Patreon donors. Uh, we did release mm-hmm. one Patreon episode in between the, during our break. Uh, we were going to release a second, but I feel like your computer lost the show. Uh, no, nope. I still have it. Okay. Okay. So we may still be able to release that one. It may sound yeah. really old at this point. Cause I think we talked about Thanksgiving, yeah. but yeah. Or we just save it till next Thanksgiving. Right. We could. Yeah. Then it'll sound really old because I think we're talking about other stuff too. Yeah. All right. So thank you to the Patreon. If you want to donate to us on Patreon, um, feel free. It's patreon.com slash NES dudes. We appreciate the donations. We did drop back below our uh, game giveaway mark. So we may or may not be giving away the games now that we're back from break. Um, Not that any of you have gotten your games from us that you've won before yet because we're slow as molasses. But. Yeah. Cause that's my problem. I know it was both of us. Cause I took a long time to ship it to you. Um, okay. So they're coming Two so dudes swimming in molasses. Uh, but anyways, so we'll give games away every now and then, but right now until we get back up to the, the reward tier for giving away games, then it may or may not happen. Uh, let's see. Justin, can you tell people where to find us? Without the help of your computer. You can, you can find us on any uh, social media outlet. Also, you'll find us on Facebook. or Well, that's a social media outlet. But you'll find us on our website, twodudesinanest.com, <laughs> nesdudes.com, and Nest. Wait, what's the next one? Let's see. 
Tindudes.com. Yeah, yeah. All right. Check it out. And how do you call us? With a telephone. Hey, oh. Uh, no, well, what you do, we, when we, whenever we post up our brand new logo for all to see, you take that mm-hmm. logo, you download that to your phone. I'm assuming most everybody's using cell phones these days. So you download that mm-hmm. to your phone, okay? You p- add a new contact. That new contact says two dudes in an S. That's the name of the contact, all right? And that number that you put in that contact is 775-773-8761. What is it, John? 775-773-8761. Yes. And so then you make that contact photo our new logo. And then anytime that you want to call our show, which is, I'm assuming, at least weekly, maybe every other day, you call that contact, boom, you're calling our show. That's how you call us. Or if you're on a rotary dial, then I guess you just do 7757-RETRO-1. It calls. If you're on a red, if you're on a rotary phone, I feel like maybe you have some other issues <laughs> that we need to work through first. Yeah, maybe. All right. Uh, also, you know, review us on iTunes. We're at 103 yeah. right now, so 103, almost all glowing five star reviews. There's a few ones and twos, and not really any threes, I don't think. But there's a couple people that hate us out there. So Woo-hoo. sorry, sorry, people. Who hate us? No. I'm not sorry. sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then, uh, so here's an outro with, I guess, music to the next game, which I'm not sure. I think it's going to be a Patreon pick. All right. Goodbye, everybody. See ya. See y'all later. All right. All right. Isn't the next game Base Wars? Oh, well, maybe. It Which depends. it should have been. I think the next show is going to be, if we can get enough calls, it'll be the 2015 wrap-up show. Mm-hmm. Where we talk about yeah. all things 2015 and all things we're excited about in 2016. And then we'll do a game. All right, I got to run. Yeah, all right, me too. See ya. See ya.